Hello and welcome to the Future Father Dave podcast. Join me, a Catholic seminarian, each week as I share the story of my vocation and prepare to embark upon the journey of a lifetime as a Catholic priest. So hello everyone and welcome back for what will likely be the final episode of the Future Father Dave podcast. Um, I know for many of you faithful listeners, you've probably been wondering um, why I have missed each of the last two weeks. Uh, And the reality is it's been a pretty hectic end to my first um, semester at St. Meinrad, and it will actually be my final semester at St. Meinrad as I have decided to withdraw from seminary for the spring semester so that I can um, step away from seminary and um, pursue some other things. And I will get into more details here um, later on in some later segments of this episode, but uh, just wanted to say that I am extremely thankful for all of the support that I've gotten through this podcast and for my decision to to enter seminary. And even though my time was short-lived in seminary, it was extremely beneficial and fruitful for my personal growth and development and also my discernment as well. So I wanted to say thank you for all of your support and for listening to the podcast, and I hope that it has been beneficial and fruitful and edifying for you as listeners. So with that, I will go ahead and jump into a prayer, and then I will dive into this week's episode. So in the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Lord Jesus, I just want to thank you for... uh, each and every one of these listeners here on this podcast, I thank you for the blessing that this podcast has been in my lives and hopefully in the lives of those listening. I pray that through this work, I have been able to touch people's lives and impact people and give them greater perspective about the events going on in their own lives. I hope that in sharing the powerful ways in which you have worked in my own life, I've been able to inspire others to reflect on your work in their lives and to discover your work in their lives. Um, I pray that I may be able to continue impacting hearts and minds um, even beyond seminary. Uh, I pray that just because I'm leaving seminary that doesn't end my time as um, a spiritual mentor and uh, leader for people. Um, And uh, I just thank you again for all that you've done in my life, Lord, and I look forward to all that you will continue to do in my life moving forward. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. So, with that, I will go ahead and jump into the rest of this week's episode. So, as I mentioned in the introduction of this episode, I have made the decision uh, as of uh, several weeks ago to withdraw from seminary formation with Glen Mary, and uh, I will no longer be returning for the spring semester. Uh, This is uh, a pretty recent decision. Uh, The decision officially came about a couple days after Thanksgiving. Uh, I had a spiritual direction appointment 
on Tuesday after Thanksgiving and um, on that day after meeting with my spiritual director it became very clear that um, I needed to, to take some time away from seminary and uh, pursue other things and so um, I met with my formator the following day and he was extremely understanding um, and uh, at that point I made the decision that, uh, to, to leave and um, I departed St. Meinrad officially on December 10th and I am now just home, uh, back home in South Carolina, working uh, at my family's business uh, through the holidays until I can figure out next steps. So, um, yeah, so the that's kind of the timeline for how everything um, evolved, and um, I will go ahead and get into the reasons behind my decision here in this next segment, but... Um, Overall, it was, um, the news was, was well received, um, and my formators were, like I said, very understanding, and, um, everyone that I told was also very understanding, the, the other seminarians, uh, but it was, it was also very clear that I made a significant impact at St. Meinrad in the, in the short time that I was there, you know, the, the guys that I lived with in Glenmary, they were, they were, disappointed and sad to see me go because they saw a lot of great potential in me to be to be become a priest and to um to pursue the um the life of of a priest and they saw those skills in me which was really really awesome to um to know that i had such a big impact and that i will be missed uh moving forward um i actually had several guys say that they were praying that I would change my mind, which was um, very flattering. Um, but ultimately, I'm I'm very content with my decision to to step away, and um, I will get into some more of those details here in the next segment. So before I jump into my reasons for leaving, I want to take a moment to just say a word about discernment in general. Um, just because I'm stepping back from seminary doesn't mean that my discernment ends. Uh, you know, we're all called to discern God's will for our lives, and we're constantly discerning what that is, and that constantly changes over time. Um, me more than a lot of people, for sure. Uh, I've had a lot of change over the last several years of my life. And um, there are certainly pros and cons to having that much change uh, and instability in your life. You need, you need a certain amount of stability and certainty in life, for sure. Um, but, um, yeah, this whole process of coming to seminary is a discernment process. And... That's one thing that I don't think we emphasize enough as a church is the fact that when you come to seminary, you're not signing on the dotted line right then and there that, like, you're going to be a priest tomorrow, you know. It's a, it's a very intensive, multi-year process of, you know, forming yourself and evaluating yourself and praying and... You know, there's a, a lot of different factors that go into it and there's a lot of different 
reasons why people may come to the conclusion that this is not a good fit for them. And, you know, all of those reasons are legitimate. There are, there are legitimate reasons why people, you know, may come to seminary for a year or two years or six months like I did and, and walk away better people for their experience but with a legitimate sense of, okay, this is not where God's calling me. And that's a perfectly legitimate outcome of going to seminary to continue your discernment. Not everybody that enrolls in seminary becomes a priest. And, but everybody that goes to seminary leaves a better person and leaves a better Catholic with a much deeper understanding of themselves and of the church and a much deeper appreciation and reverence for prayer and things like the Liturgy of the Hours and Mass and all of these different wonderful traditions that we have in the Catholic faith. And that's certainly the case for me. I am 110% a better person because of the time that I spent in seminary. And um, that is without question. I have zero doubt in my mind that I am a better person and a better Catholic because of the time that I spent in seminary, even if that didn't ultimately lead to me becoming a priest. So. I just wanted to uh, emphasize that point uh, because it's something that I don't feel like gets enough, enough focus in today's church. So now comes the moment that you've all been waiting for, the reason that I have chosen to leave seminary. And point blank, the reason is because I have met a girl. Now, for the purposes of the show, I'm not going to go into details about who she is or where she's from or how we met or any, any, sort, any of that sort of stuff. But what I will say is that it is a perfectly legitimate reason to leave. And it's something that I was open and honest with my formators about as I worked through how I felt about this girl and, and, and what those feelings might mean and attempted to, you know, establish communication boundaries with her and things like that. It was, it was a collaborative effort with my formators as I worked through the dynamics of this situation, which is something that is not always the case in seminary and men in, with men in formation. You know, there are guys that sometimes go to seminary and then they, they fall in love and they experience these emotions and they work through them on their own and they don't bring them to the attention of their formators. They don't bring them to spiritual direction. And then they get to a point where they decide they have to leave and pursue this and then they just blindside everybody. And I want to make it very clear that that's not what happened here at, with me in my situation with Glenn Mary and with St. Meinrad. I was very, very open and upfront with them from the beginning and they, they were very supportive and they understanding and, you know, they, they were able to, um, 
the way they handled it with such grace and such respect and such such joy, honestly, um, surprised me. It really struck me the way that this whole situation was handled from their perspective because in all honesty, you know, this, is, this isn't their first rodeo. They have plenty of seminarians who have come in with similar situations. They Falling in love is a natural part of human life, you know, and seminarians are no exception. You know, they're becoming a priest is a sacrifice and that's something that everyone in formation eventually at one point or another has to wrestle with the reality of the fact that pursuing a celibate life means foregoing the opportunity for a significant romantic relationship and the possibility of having children one day and having a family i mean that's a significant sacrifice and it's something that's, that not everybody is cut out for. And that's okay because God creates us all differently in, in, in unique ways. And, you know, not everybody is called to celibacy. But if you feel like even the slightest inkling that you might be, it's worth exploring and giving it a shot. But the important thing is when you do give it a shot, being open and honest from the very beginning with your formators, with the people who are trying to help you discern God's will for your life. Because ultimately, that's the most important thing. Not whether you become a priest, but whether or not you really discern God's will for your life. If you go and get married, and that's not where God wanted you to be, then you're going to be miserable. And vice versa, if you become a priest, just because your family expects you to become a priest, and that's not where God wants you in life, then you're going to be miserable. You're going to be the most happy and the most fulfilled in your God-given vocation. And part of coming to seminary is to help discern and figure out what that is, whether that's staying as a priest, whether that's becoming a diocesan priest or a religious priest or a monk or a religious brother or uh, a married husband and father, or a consecrated single man. You know, there's all kinds of options and possibilities for where God might be calling you in life. And, you know, just because you come to seminary and decide that being a priest is not one of those options doesn't negate the beauty and the um, immense graces that you are going to receive by stepping into God's chosen vocation for your life. Because we kind of, I feel like a lot of times in the church, have this kind of false expectation of like, we put the clergy and religious life on this pedestal of like, they're the only ones that can achieve holiness. The laity have just as much capacity to pursue and achieve holiness as somebody who is a consecrated priest or religious brother. It just looks a lot different in the context of family life and working a regular job and, you know, all of those different things. But that doesn't make it any less beautiful. Both vocations of the vocation to marriage and the vocation to priestly or religious life are beautiful in their own ways and they have their own unique 
challenges and ways in which they challenge us to grow and strive towards holiness. And to think that one is inherently better than the other is simply not true. And God calls all of us to holiness and he gives us all the path that he, be, he believes is going to be best for us, that's going to be the most fruitful for us in our own journey towards heaven, ultimately. And, you know, even though it looks different, one is not inherently better than the other. And so that's something I want to make really, really clear, is that especially as I step away from priestly formation, I don't have any less desire to pursue sanctity and become a saint one day because ultimately that's what we're all called to. And, you know, it's going to look a lot different for me now um, as I move into the context of family life and relationships and, and working a regular job, but that also gives me a lot of unique opportunities to reach people in ways that priests maybe can't. And, um, and have an impact in other ways than I envisioned as a priest. And that's not to negate from the beauty that is the consecrated priestly life, because there's a lot of value and a lot of beauty there, too. Um, but I really do feel like this is the direction that, that God is calling me. So, yeah. Um, with that, um, that's about all I got for this episode. And as I conclude this episode, uh, what will most likely be the final episode of this podcast. I just want to once again thank everyone for listening and for being a part of this journey. Um, my, As I said earlier, my discernment journey does not end now that I have left formation. Uh, discernment is a lifelong process for all of us, um, whether we're lay people or uh, among the clergy. Um, it's important and it's a, it's a constant process of, you know, listening for God's will in our lives and, and acting upon that. And so that's what I'm doing here. I'm, I'm acting on God's promptings, and uh, God has made it very clear that I need to, to step aside and, um, and pursue this woman. So we uh, will see how it goes, and um, I just want to say thank you. Once again, for all of you listeners, I hope that this has been edifying for you. And God bless, and have a very Merry Christmas. Thank you for tuning in for this week's episode of the Future Father Dave podcast. I'm eternally grateful for this opportunity to share my journey with you. And I pray that in sharing my story, I can inspire you in your own spiritual journey.